Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 159, episode one of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Monday, November 9th, 2020. Uh, there are exactly 72 days left in the first Trump administration. Uh, we'll wow. see where 2024 takes us, but uh, my name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Potatoes O'Brien, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Oh, thank you. I am, I am so tired as we record on this Woo! wonderful Sunday evening, a.k.a. Uh, what a weekend. When, when will this fool conceive? <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's all I got right now. That's just that's nice. that came organically. Okay, three sixty five nice. organic every day from Jeff Bezos. Uh, we're thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious, the talented, the very first face on Mount Zeitmore, Lil Zam herself, Jamie Loftus, aka Four Seasons Zamboni Services LLC. <laughs> We're happy to rent out our lot anytime you like. Any event, we don't judge. Come to the back lot. (laughs) It's people really like loved that story, but it really also showed just like underlined how lucky we are that they were the dumbest fascists in the history of fascism. But the thing is, they didn't even know. We would have been so fucked. They just realized, like, by definition, what they were doing was fascism, where they're like, I don't know. I was just trying to make sure the thing I do is what everyone does. Right. That was like, that was like That's fascism. Like, well, oh, okay. <laughs> that was deeply funny in a way that, like, it would have been hard to come up with uh, for anyone just in their brain. But it pissed me off because I just feel like Aaron Sorkin's rubbing his little mitts together, being like, Exactly. Right. Exactly. It's poetic justice. Right. You can't write this. <laughs> this is how real you life can't works. Write this. Yeah, yeah. And this is but this is karmic good. debt being co- coming to us through Twitter. We're seeing it being paid. Wow. Mm. Wow. <laughs> you couldn't write a better Makes ending, folks. Oh, when rise Aaron, of the liberal blue checks. They're back, baby. They're letting you know. <laughs> when Aaron Sorkin writes the story of this uh, election, um, the Heroes are going to be John Kasich and uh, the guy who made the Avengers meme. Oh, fuck oh, off. <laughs> we had a long... I Well, I think I'm the only person on, on the pod that's watching the watched meme it. all the way through. I, I am allergic to that thing, man. I, I am absolutely s- deeply allergic to it. At this point, don't watch it. At this yeah. point, don't. there's no need to cut yourself with what happened in the Avengers meme. There's no need. Yeah. It's so funny. I have not seen any of the last like Avengers movies, so I'm like really out of touch with like how the memes work. But I based on how many times I've seen people popping out of fucking portals the last week, I was like, <laughs> okay, I, 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 I seem to understand what happened. As I was watching this shit, the second the black people were the Wakanda party portal was just like but was it barack obama and like stacy abrams and kamala uh-huh. or whatever i was like i'm done with this shit but didn't uh, it label it as georgia right or something yeah it's yeah. yeah. georgia it's so com- it says georgia but then only one of the people is from georgia 
Yeah. I turned it off. I and, but low key though, I've not seen the movie, so I was like, I don't want to kind of like spoil the movie either in case like this shit is accurate. But this you know, like, like <laughs> the all of it is horrible. But the so some some special parts are when Spider Man is Pete Buttigieg, and yeah. then you're like, oh, I feel sick. Pete. Yeah. When when oh, all the man. dead people come out at once, including like and and none of the dead people who pop out like really agree with each other about anything. Right. Uh John Sean McCain. Connery, John McCain and Ruth Bader <laughs> Ginsburg Connery? together. Sean Connery. Oh, John McCain there. is in it also? He is. No, he oh, pops fuck. up with the dead people. Uh, as like a good guy? As one of the as one of the dead friends i don't know Dead heroes i don't know i haven't uh, seen the end of endgame either i got especially now that uh sean connery and alex trebek died in the same week someone yeah. uh, my friend devin said he's like we're in for one of the worst snl episodes of our lives next <laughs> oh week my God. it's gonna be bad <laughs> shout out to uh, at devin manny on that one because i hadn't even thought of that and it's gonna it's gonna be a 13 minute sketch of just misses yeah, Will yeah. Daryl Hammond come out to to pay his respects for <laughs> oh the God. con man? Who knows? I mean, the cast Celebrity is now exclusively people like who haven't been on the show deceased. for twenty years. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you're cares? welcome. In the words of Alec Baldwin, <laughs> you're welcome. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, all right, Jamie, do you have a search history underrated, overrated, all that stuff? Or wow, oh my God, I haven't been a guest in so long. No, I forgot. Okay, that's all right. We have so much shit to talk anyway. about. Yeah. This is this is a special, special, special. Quite yeah, the, the the end of our election week coverage. Yeah. Wow. What, what a run, we... y'all. Yeah. So uh you just don't want to know what I've been searching. The big yeah, congrats, you guys, on on uh on <laughs> broadcasting all fucking week. We didn't do shit. We were we the talk. first to call it. What are you talking about, Miles? We were the first to call it. The uh, media right, took our right. lead. It's true. I tried Finally. telling that to it's funny because I know Jacob Soboroff, who's on MSNBC, and mm-hmm. I, I had a I was hitting him up for a completely unrelated question about hot sauce. And I was just like, aside from the obvious plot that you deserve from the last four years, like exposing child detention facilities, I'm like, what do you know about this hot sauce? Like, oh, my brother makes them like, thanks a lot. Yeah. I've just been, yeah, I there's there congrats to the real journalists and activists and organizers and anyone who was, you know, volunteering. Yeah. Woo. But I am oh, thanks, fucking man. so dead fucking tired. I am drained yeah. and I don't know what I don't even know what I'm feeling still. So I got, yeah. that. Do you guys, I got uh, that going on. What would you what'd you guys do? Like uh when when it was called, so it was called obviously Saturday morning. We probably don't need a recap on that, but there there was an outpouring of joy, um, which was fun to witness. Like the cities celebrating uh, the spontaneous, you know, just pouring into the street like V Day style celebration in front of the White House that Trump had to drive through to uh, get back to the White House from his golf from his golfing excursion was yeah. uh, particularly just yeah plug it right into my veins. <laughs> but what uh what what did you guys do? I went to the vet. I think <laughs> my my cat has terrible diarrhea. Oh so no! Oh no! How so like I don't guess? know. Cat's fine, you know. I was just like, no, nah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I've just been. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think more than anything, uh, I've. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm relieved for sure. I'm totally. Yeah. I'm relieved that the Donald Trump will not be president. 
And then I'm like, I'm just kind of going through all kinds of emotions. I think I'm still very, I, I was texting you guys this uh, yesterday, or maybe yeah. that was this morning. I'm still very angry uh, yeah. about the last four years. And, you know, maybe the last fucking many years. But, like, these last four years especially, I can't, you know, I, I, we just all were there sitting in horror as just awful thing after awful thing and institution after institution or norm, shitty norms that we have because nothing's fucking in law was just being trampled and all this pain was being done. And I was like, I honestly, ugh, I don't know. I just don't, I'm like, so I'm like still like reeling from that, but yeah, relief, total relief. Yeah. But yeah, it's I like, like, it's just very bittersweet. Uh, an asteroid. Is I mean, I, I hope kind of so. Yeah. I was, uh, I was supposed to be covering a, a March that was happening that morning anyways. And then it fell like two hours after uh, the election was called, but I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm in a, I'd like feel immediate relief, but am not happy really right. yet. Uh, it was nice. It was nice to be uh like among people, and it was like just kind of a fortunate coincidence that like uh there were a lot of speakers with BLM LA at this event, and like Melina Abdullah gave an amazing speech and basically just said i mean that we're not you know we we hadn't gathered to celebrate a biden victory you you gathered to celebrate a trump loss and the right. immediate harm reduction that comes with trump not being in office versus cuz there were people there that had like the biden harris flag and and i think a lot of people there were like in in my opinion kind of rightfully resistant to that of i don't know i mean i just I feel I feel like I'm being such a downer. I I I'm I, the immediate harm reduction is like can't be overstated, and I'm so relieved for you know, f you know people who are affected by every like horrific um, tentacle of this administration and all the harm that was done. And then I also feel this kind of worry, just even in like I had CNN on for five days, and that's a bad vibe. And <laughs> like the the second they called it immediately, the tone switched back to the rhetoric of like a return to normalcy and kind of like encouraging yep. people to like whatever, like exhale and stop worrying and like things are going to be fine now. And I do like that, that, that makes me <laughs> worried and, and, and kind of just, I don't know. I was yeah. shocked. I was shocked by how immediately they had center right people like never Trump Republicans on talking about how like, well, now the Democrats really need to reach across the aisle to to us because this was a real like near miss and they need to listen to all the people who have been like trying to have them killed for the past four years. Uh, yeah. And yeah, it's. Ugh. I feel like again, it's just like Miles, like you were just saying, it's like just that we need to be like following the lead of organizers and activists because that's, you know, a gigantic reason of why we are even able to be having this conversation yeah. in the first place. And so to return to the like, oh, you can you can relax now, like you really yeah. cannot. Well, yeah. yeah, and they're really gonna keep treating things like you know. Uh, Medicare for all or, you know, student debt relief, many progressive things is being like, well, that's radical again. Whereas mm -hmm. before 
when Trump was in office, you'd be like, yeah, let's talk about this on the air. And we'll pretend like we like that because it's not possible with Trump in office, but we'll say it to like rally people. And then once the pendulum swings in the direction of the Democratic Party, that's my concern is that we did we saw so much pain uh, right before our eyes throughout the last four years where it was undeniable the kinds of the ways we were falling short as a nation and the kinds of things, the sweeping changes that have to be made. Not fucking, you know, one bill here that like tweaks a tax or closes a little loophole. Like fucking, you know, like societal change, basically. Unfortunately, that's where all of this governance has brought us. And my concern is that all that momentum is lost. You know, and we yeah. the bar is so low because of Trump. We're merely like, man, Joe Biden listens to scientists, y'all. Like, put he, this he motherfucking uh, Che Guevara two point oh. Yeah. Like, the bar is on the fucking like below the floor. The bar is in yeah. fucking hell. <laughs> like, but yeah. in a way, but you know, I'm not mad at people who are happy and dancing in the street. Like, yeah, go feel you what you got to do. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't really, you know, I don't have the time to, you know, begin to critique what however people are responding i just want to say again and again just please 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 don't let up now because your life can be some somewhat you know quote unquote back to normal or comfortable because you might be privileged enough for you know a lot of these issues to not be fucking with you or uh messing up your day-to-day life and I, i just yeah that's all i keep like i'm like fuck man we still got like let's like you could you could pop champagne but come on, let's keep let's keep the pressure on because we have to keep just as much pressure on Joe Biden as we would Donald Trump. Um, like, so. if not more, because it just like he's just, you know, it's it's uh, the like, even if you think about the way that we think about fucking, you know, George W. Bush now versus how how deeply hated he was when he was in office. And now he's kind of like this punchline. And for, I think, a lot of people a little closer to the center, they're like, oh, well, like now he's, you know, he wasn't that bad and just kind of erases all the active harm. And I, yeah, it's, it's if if you haven't sort of set up your plan for like, how are you going to remain engaged in a way that like is mentally healthy for you? Yeah. Hopefully we can be engaged in a way that's healthier than we have had to be in the last four years. But it's like, you know, it's the answer is not to just like have a sigh of relief and like, Go turn on to, CNN and yeah. chill out. Like it's yeah. just, that's just not it at all. Yeah. Like it's the, community I was and, and so, like local stuff too. Like if I, I do hope that people are motivated by what they've learned, like hearing mm-hmm. them go back, like, like I was saying, Mitt Romney was on CNN immediately and was like, and they're going to try and do the green new deal. And that's not going to happen because there's Republicans still, having like some power in the Senate and John Kasich. And it's just like, yeah, like fuck those guys. And like, I do think that that's, we're in a better spot with Trump out like that. Those guys aren't even like, they don't have the claim of like, Hey, we're the good guy. Like we're at least we're the never Trump ones who aren't openly racist. Like we can just, be like be focused and not hey we were smart yeah we were smart enough to read the room and not say racial slurs out loud right you know and i just feel like trump sows so much chaos and so so much i mean that is what he does he was just fucking exhausting and that was sort of how he operated 
He, you know, sucked up all the oxygen in the room. He always needed attention. He always needed to be triggering the the libs and, you know, that that shit just took up a lot of oxygen. And I'm hoping that the engagement that people have, you know, exhibited during that carries forward because you can't go back to just being like the Obama administration. People just being like, well, I'm sure I'm sure they've got it under control. Um, Yeah, it's like you can be you can be like happy in the immediate sense that, you know, Joe Biden won and also not want him to get too comfortable in that chair. Like it's two things can be true. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people, uh, his campaign staff are all saying like he will make good on his promise uh, like for his progressive agenda or won't leave working people behind. I'm like, I hope so. That's the thing. That's the thing that keeps me from like you know, screaming up and down in the streets, jumping up and down is because we have, we have a terrible, we don't have a good record at all in this country of writing the ship when it comes to uh, addressing inequality like that. And reach you know, across we'll really the aisle to the too. fucking progressives because the, the shit I'm seeing from like the mainstream, like centrist Dems, like DNC Dems is so fucking disheartening and just yeah. dismissive cold and water on brutal. that whole agenda it's like we're hey, gonna go back out? from be- yeah like going from fascist to, st- to like back to corny centrist like i, I we don't we yeah. don't want that it, it's just i don't know the thing that has only that's been like making me feel positive this week because is that it's hard to feel like happy happy about the national election as much as it is like i feel more relieved than happy yeah. But a lot of the efforts that, like, a lot of the local stuff happening where we live, at least, it's been a hugely great week in a lot of ways. And, like, I, I feel like so so many people have focused up locally, um, particularly in the pandemic, of, of, like, realizing how much they can affect by, like, getting behind candidates that they believe in locally and, like, speaking out actively often against candidates who are not serving them like you know we just voted out a fucking horrific da in la uh and and brought in some good city council members and that kind of i don't know again as much as like a vote for joe biden felt like a vote for immediate harm reduction it's like and then there's votes that you can feel actually happy about who and what you were voting for instead of just voting for not fascism right yeah all right, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about how the uh, right is dealing with all this. And we're back. There's a clip circulating uh, that I wanted to play for you guys of a pastor. Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland. I think, is he the guy who Boom. was saying that he needed the private jets because he didn't want to like be on public yeah he had some, like he's first he's class always. with mm-hmm. people because that's where the demons are um Wait, who is this man he's oh, just an elderly a f- uh like, oh come on just because he's 83 years old young i mean from lubbock texas <laughs> I, 83 years i young. don't mind that he's elderly but what's his what what why what's his problem well, you'll see. He, okay. you know, he's out here because obviously we saw the prayer groups 
in front of the polling, mm-hmm. the voting vote counts. Yeah, like, like, Zumba, Zinga, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, Angels from the... Africa, come on. Africa, Africa, come on. Come on, rain on down. <laughs> come over from Africa, build this country. Then we will completely put cast that aside and ask for your vote. Uh, anyway, so this thing, uh, this man, he is leading his congregation to laugh at the media. Ha, 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 because they had the audacity to declare Joe Biden uh president elect so and it's all very cool. natural and feels very normal and like they're in a good place mentally oh yeah mm. the media said what <laughs> the media said joe biden's president what the fuck is happening it's still going. Yeah, yeah. No, it happens for Wait, a full minute going. of him going, ha, oh, yeah. ha, ha, ha. No. Oh. Wait, that's still him? Yeah, yeah. This is not the Edited. This is like that scene in Training Day when uh, Denzel's laughing, when he's just, everyone's like, ha, 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 you sure. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, just total Holy denial. Don't even know shit. what's coming. It's, yeah. It's the people are doing like, you know, that like fucking the meme with the like NPC, like uh, OK mask. But underneath is the tears coming out. There yeah. were people who straight up had that thing where they're like, ha, 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 like jugular all bursting out like t- the tear oh. just about to crest over. Oh, boy. His audience uh, gets. Uh, yeah. What's the vibe? What's the vibe? They at first seem troubled, but then like get whipped into a fury. They're like, "Okay, this is this is where we're at. This is what we're doing." And so they're laughing and like screaming and shouting and standing up. There's kind of a a thing that's being less passed around from the Four Seasons total landscaping debacle, uh, where like the actual pre- <laughs> the actual press conference is happening. <laughs> Uh, at fo- Four Seasons Total Landscape. <laughs> the, the, the press conference is happening in the parking lot of the Four Seasons Total Landscaping. Uh, it just got funny again. The- <laughs> with, with Rudy at the lectern. I like the, I like the election again. I love that Rudy tur- Rudy will pull up anywhere. Like It's yeah. just right. so funny. He oh, is God. at the uh, podium <laughs> and as he's addressing the media at this podium is when they call the election for Biden. And so a media person asks him and he's like, oh, I don't care what they who who said that. Nobody said that. And he's like, what what outlet said it? And they're oh, like, the all of them. And he, <laughs> and, he, uh, and he goes, oh, all like there's this moment where he's like, fuck. And then he's like, oh, all the media called it. And it's just like so unnatural and strange and childish and unbelievable. Like, and here they are holding this. This is weird. This next week's going to be fucking weird because these people are are going through white white supremacy withdrawals. Like, break up. Yeah, it's it's there's like some breakup. There's some like yeah, some some weird breakup vibes people. people. They're so mad and bewildered because Q has not posted. Like they're turning on each other. Some are very faithful. Somewhere, I feel like Trump is gonna step in and become like the Q and just because 
Like there's a, an interview somewhere in NPR where they were interviewing like a Virginia militia member who was talking about like how Trump was like dropping these hints to them like throughout the lead up to the election. And like, so they went to all the polling places. Oh, I think it was This American Life. What if actually. it was Sean Connery? And then. Right. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think maybe it was Connery. I think we have to, we have to at least him. very seriously entertain the. I mean, they figured out who it was, but it was, but it maybe it was Sean Connery. Yeah. Uh, but he, yeah, I just think that this is now that Trump doesn't have a job anymore, uh, I could see him like just full on going. Like making his full time job just like cultivating this cult. That or like a, a lot news of network or something like that. Like it it's yeah. it's hard to think that he's not gonna try to harness all the like disillusion and energy into some sort of conglomerate of some sort. Like for him it would like you I, I just based on what we know about him, it'll probably be a a, a profit based something or right. other. If he's smart, he'll be sending motherfucking holograms to birthday parties and shit. <laughs> For like 10k a pop, you know what I mean, and then you're just clearing like fucking 500 grand a day or something. I don't know, you know, holler at me, Donald. Hologram cameos, some shit like that. Hologram uh, me, uh, <laughs> and it's it's a pretty pretty good business. But uh, yeah, the 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 way his energy is moving, I still believe that he'll have his own rally on inauguration day, like counter rally mm-hmm. to kick off his whatever the fuck this is, um, and then they can all party together. But yeah, I, I'm also worried. I don't. I'm not worried. I'm curious to know what his appetite is. Where like knowing he really doesn't want to do shit at all. You know, like he just had to do a lot of presidential shit. Like if he if he didn't have to do a lot of stuff, he probably wouldn't in terms of like going out. But I think he may just do what like maybe a a rally every two weeks. And no, then I think it's I think it's compulsive. Like I I don't think he's in any way a rational like rationally thinking like you know okay well that what that can was I, what a can thing. I tourist guys what can I get it's on just yeah. the you know sucking the wound impulse. in the middle of his soul that he needs to fill and yeah I, I think I it's, mean it also depends on like who is willing to stay around him after after this because you have to imagine there's going to be a faction of Republicans and we've already started to see this in Republicans who are closer to the center who are already like hitting up MSNBC, hitting up CNN and being like, yeah. I, kn- I knew it, you know, he always seemed pretty bad, but I could, I wasn't allowed to say so, but now I can. And guess what? I'm, I'm, you know, like people are going to be trying to save their political careers by distancing themselves. And then there'll be other people who are too far gone and maybe they'll, they'll keep rolling. I don't, I mean, it's just a There's matter a- of like, does he have a team around him that's going to actually keep building this horrific shit? Or like, is he just going to, cause if he's left to his own devices, he will like, fully sputter out and without any structure yeah i don't know i i'm a little bit worried about what you know his ability to keep this death cult going and you know people you know nobody who voted for him believes that he lost the election they think he was cheated out of the election so there's going to be a lot of anger probably violence um the I think the main like structural thing that would take some of the oxygen away from like the you know whatever is building uh, in his followers right now would be if Fox News like officially just deaded it and was just you know 
like Laura Ingram, I think on Friday was starting to get yeah. the idea that he was going to lose. She was like telling him how to uh, concede and be like, you know, honorable. Um, you still have Hannity. You still have Tucker Carlson, like going with the lie. And like the thing that really worries me is that like the big thirsty GOP celebrities like Newt Gingrich, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio have all come out and sided with Trump with like the, you know, wild and incredibly dangerous claims about election and voting fraud that don't have a single example to back it up. But they're willing to do that because they know that that's there's a lot of energy and a lot of voters who are are there for that yeah Mm -hmm. it's a it's not a good not a good uh path to take because it's just you can see where it ends like it's not there's no like what if you know unless they're sitting on something fucking truly like awful like in terms of a plan to try and motivate to uh motivate people to move in one direction or the other but yeah it's it's really it's really weird because even like you know rick santorum who's a fucking evil piece of shit who's cnn's like hey welcome back rick santorum the guy who regularly fucking dehumanizes uh, these fucking veneer fools have no loyalty to people these fucking losers with veneers will let any centrist republican on the air any moment of the day and i just want to throw a they're addicted to having makeup applied to them and having bright lights on them and cameras. That's I pretty say, much as it. A, That's all they're chasing. A, That's the dragon. As a veneer connoisseur, this was a wild mm. week for me. Uh, yeah. Watching. Not, yeah. I don't think I saw a real tooth all week. Not a little pointy tooth in the bunch. It's like Just, when you've been playing too much Guitar Hero and you go to sleep at night and you can still see them scrolling on your down right. your eyes. Like you, you still see, see the veneers. smiles. When you fall asleep watching yeah. Cuomo, just like in the dark, just... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, um, I just want to play this from Rick Santorum because he was saying how he has the tea from inside the White House, and just listen to like what his take is or how the president is looking about like, well, what, well, we'll see how he'll concede. I, I just want to say that you know, in, uh, what I what we're hearing from the from the Trump White House is that the president is willing to concede if. Certain conditions are met, and you, you know the, the answer is what conditions that he's comfortable that he has run the race through the tape, which is that you know that that this race was conducted fairly, and that you know we've they've pursued all of the allegations, and you know all you need to do is pick up your phone and you'll see allegations and allegations and allegations. His legal team is telling him they have a case, and so uh, the president's going to follow through with that. Uh, but I think the idea that somehow, you know, as was suggested the other day, that we're going to have to, you know, transport the president out of there, that's just ridiculous. But time is going to be necessary for the the campaign and the lawyers to run the traps. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's it. Never been like necessary it. before with any oh, other run president. run the traps. Yeah. yeah. Like, I like how they're treating it like a hostage situation. He's willing to come out if certain conditions right. are met. Okay. This reminds me of like when I when I (laughs) I got a hamster and then the same day it like ran under my drawers and I had to like lure it out over a series of forty (laughs) eight hours because it was scared to get out from under the drawers and I until certain conditions were met until certain conditions were met and then of course then I just had a hamster. (laughs) (laughs) This whole it's weird. I don't know if Rick Santorum's trying to be like 
hey, look, he it's it it goes through a few different feelings. Like one is like, yo, man, he's dangerous, and we're gonna you're gonna have to deal with him to get him out. Like certain conditions are gonna have to be met for him to come out. But then there's also like, you know, give him some time to like mull this over, figure it out, realize they have no legal, but he has a legal case. I don't know. It just sounds like it's reflecting just how chaotic the White House is right now because it, all the reports are like he's been trying to like get new lawyers every time and he's like I want better lawyers and they're like bro like you you can only like only the worst people are going to work with you. So unfortunately like the pool of possible lawyers is very small and pl- please concede uh and right. it's just all over the place. I'm not so I don't know. I I feel part of him though does not he doesn't seem to have the the same kind of fight I thought he did, but it's still early. That's what I, that's what still, you know, lingers in the back of my mind of what, you know, out of desperation, uh, what it's going to yeah. look like. So, I mean, what did you say, Jack? 72 days? That's, yeah. 72 that's, days. That's, that's enough days. Yeah. Yeah. Jared Kushner's out here leaking stories that he's, talked to the president a couple times about, you know, raising the possibility of conceding multiple sources say that I, I think it wasn't even that strong. I think it was multiple sources said that Jared is like trying to figure out how to approach the conversation, which is just real. Um, so, uh, dad, uh, dad. Okay. No, no, I'm going to, What'd you say, Jared? I don't. He. I don't. I don't want to. I can't do it. I can't do it. So speaking of weakling fail sons, um, the the whole future of Fox News, like Succession, is straight up like a true story that is happening and determining like the fate of our country. It's just that like instead of being like, should we like pursue this like MySpace type uh, thing, or should we like go double down on news media? It's like, should they like completely torpedo the U.S. political system? So it's really like coming down to a fight between James and Laughlin or whatever. Lachlan. Lachlan. Loftus. Loftus. Yes. Loftus. J- Loftus James Murdoch. Loftus. Loftus. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> James Loftus. Lachlan Murdoch. James and his wife are Biden supporters, and right. they, who like post openly about how Trump needs to concede and or who have been posting openly over the weekend about that. And like they were, they lost the succession battle with his brother Lachlan earlier this year. And now it's Rupert and Lachlan deciding like what to do. And people like there's this article in the intercept that's like trying to read the tea leaves of like what this, you know, human monster is going to choose to do with the future of our democracy because like they're like well there was this one New York Post article where it basically said that his claims of fraud were baseless but then Hannity and Tucker still came on and like did this shit so it's just like yeah whatever these people choose to do is going to have a huge impact on how much oxygen his attempt to overthrow our democracy like gets and they're still fighting between the news people and the opinion people within fox news or like you know some of them are like come on dude can't we be fucking done like he lost like we can we don't have to pretend anymore let's just say he lost and we can do this other thing and and for as much 
fear they were stoking. It was funny when on Saturday, when things had been announced and people were in the streets and people were partying in front of the White House, Fox sent a news crew like out into the streets of D.C. Because, you know, at the time they're like, you know, if there's going to be riots because of the election. Because I don't know, because poor these, or brown. All these fucking like boarded up forever 21s just like. <laughs> yeah, it was all these national chains that were just so like and, and it was like a very specific type of. Well, yeah. Yeah, locally, I bet all those like, companies Rodeo have. Rodeo Drive suited up. They were like fully boarded. They were ready to fight a war over a fucking Hermes scarf or however the fuck you say that. <laughs> and then no one, like, no one was there. No one, ugh, yeah. So, so no, the it, whole thing is, yeah, we were talking about that at the end of last week, how frustrating it is that they are in the mainstream media. It's, it's just like such a direct line from the police and like just the values of the police, the suspicion of anybody who is not a white person essentially and so they're like they're just the whole system is just like okay well people are gonna riot if trump wins so we have to be worried about that and it's just like and if biden have- wins people are gonna riot also like right. Right, from the right. right it's like i don't know fuck bro like people yeah. are actually just fucking relieved some people yes. are celebrating because it was a historic win in many respects especially with kamala sure. harris yeah. um so this clip of this, I just love this soundbite because, you know, the fucking Fox News and the belly of the beast, Black Lives Matter Plaza in Washington, D.C. when Biden has has claimed victory. And like, I just love the vibe check from this uh, reporter. There's popping bottles of champagne, some people yelling and screaming. Uh, not a lot of violence or any kind of real commotion here, primarily uh-huh. perhaps because uh, of just how much marijuana is being smoked. The, the smell of that is quite pungent uh, in the air oh. right now. We had a chance to talk <gasps> to a couple of people wee, who say wee, they really wee. feel that this is just a moment in history they want to experience earlier. Like, you still, oh. you, you still had to take that fucking racist shot when you couldn't oh. get... Not a lot of violence, but marijuana and that they're not they're not engaging in violence because they're high like that's because they're subdued off their devil weed who was that reporter it was just like some local it's literally some fucking talking patagonia vest i have no fucking (laughs) clue god there was a there was a fucking believable there was a, a reporter, Chuck Modi, who did like a series of, of really good interviews at, at Black Lives Matter Plaza that were with, uh, I, I would just recommend his whole feed at Chuck Modi, M-O-D-I-1. He did interviews with people who were out uh, the day for like the election celebrations who had been out since the BLM protests began. And there was just like a lot of... Uh, just, I mean, actually talking to activists and organizers about their perspective on like how it feels to have all of a sudden everyone is in the street when it's kind of reached a point where not many people were really out there fighting every day and stuff like that. So that's just, oh God, I mean, liberal news networks are so fucking corny. They suck. Like, yeah. it's just so frustrating. Well, just like dangerous and like, yeah. 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 We're just getting, you know, the- if you watch it and not question sort of who's behind it uh, or like the kinds of lives these people lead, you don't realize you're just getting such a fucking bizarro version of American life, like sort of spit back to you from people who are like, according to us who aren't really out there with any of y'all, this is what's going on. 
uh, and this is our skewed take on it, when, yeah, they could be doing the real thing of being like, well, let's talk to people who were Bi- who, who voted for Joe Biden, but why they were reluctant and but they did and what their hopes are now that he's in office. Like, because I think those are the kinds of takes Chuck Modi was getting from a lot of people yeah. saying like, yeah, so here's the thing, like Obama was even president, but we still had uh, young men of color being killed by the police and really not much going on. So we're not quite sure what we're going back or what we're moving forward from. I think realistically, we've really just set the clock back to 2016. And we're starting from wherever, you know, if Hillary Clinton won, where that's where we would have started because the last four years, we just went backwards. I think yeah, the one right. benefit is that it's it's created a lot more engagement and I think radicalized people to a certain degree of at least being like, wait, okay, I know that this is how we used to use the language to talk about how we're progressing, but now this is what needs to happen. That's what you'd, you'd hope to see from the media, but that would, you know, that threatens to challenge the status quo too much. Too. Yeah, it's seeing some. I mean, it was just so frustrating seeing the the like go to networks that you know, like most of our parents are watching, just regress back to when they thought Hillary Clinton was going to win in yeah. the space of twelve hours or less, and immediately being like, "And socialism? They never want to hear that again." Clearly, the American people have rejected that idea. And like claiming that AOC almost lost the election for uh, Biden and all this shit that is just like false. AOC, false. yeah, when you it's false. I, it's I don't false think that shit is like, going to hold up. I, I I hope I'm optimistic that that shit can just cannot hold up. There's like, just too. I don't know. How can they fall for like? How, I I would be shocked if the Democratic Party falls again for and i i'm always willing to be shocked by them but the the fact that the republicans are already talking about debt and like not be not wanting to spend and like austerity measures after when trump was in office they like spent they like tripled the debt and were like just willing to quote deficit spend and were like singing the praises of you know spending by giving people you know, benefits and giving people like unemployment when we hit a fucking huge national crisis. And now that a Democrat is in office, they're going to go back to like acting like they give a shit about the national debt is so frustrating. And if the Democrats buy into that for a fucking second, I'm going to be fucking. They did. They will. And it won't even be them, though. You know, it's not even to be, you know, some could look at it as being a reaction to the conservatives, but Really, it's coming from the donor class. That's that's gonna fucking sure. set the tempo. Like if those donors are like, yo, get this fucking Medicare for all bullshit off my TV. Like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? You know how much yeah. no, stop, kill that. Do well, and let's already, I'll tell you what we're willing to do, but don't fucking go all the way with that shit. And don't you dare start talking about this other shit about trying to you know, like there's there's so many other forces at play that uh, keep the politicians from talking about the things that really matter. And that's why if and when this party completely takes for granted the young people and the working people who came out to, you know, put Biden in office, it, it, the, the real I think the fracture is going to really come from that part, like this side of the, the party where people can be like, what the f- like we we're going to have to just vote as our own voting block now if we're yeah. going to actually fucking do things. That's the only thing we can do to fucking try and drag these people in the right direction uh, yeah. Unless we say, you know what, dude, we will fuck like we'll fucking we'll blow this whole little birthday party up. We yeah. don't give a fuck mm-hmm. because you I can't keep fucking killing thing. people 
and smiling and then putting a fucking rainbow flag emoji and a black power fist emoji uh right. like and acting like well yeah we're we're doing the right thing i wore this kente cloth uh in the rotunda so yeah. what else has to be done we're like it it's, it needs to be substantive and i think that's life is really life people they don't i think they don't realize life is so fucking difficult right now and people are on a fucking knife's edge that to fuck around now is going to really, really change the mood on how people decide to support the party. Yeah. And the, that's a thing you hope they don't fuck around and find out about. They were already saying that like they're seeing things trending so that uh, it's becoming less of a uh, party of college-educated people and then minorities and more of a thing of just college-educated people and then not college-educated people. And it's I, I think like a huge part of that is that this mainstream media just like doesn't even believe that those people are worth like thinking about, let alone like talking to, let alone like valuing. They just like don't exist to the mainstream media. And that's not college educated white people. That's not college educated black people, not college educated Hispanic people. They just like don't exist as far as CNN is concerned. And the Democratic Party is going to like keep doubling down on like what CNN's like version of reality is. They're going to fucking disintegrate. Yeah. Well, all these, dis these decisions are made and like it's like it's like all these people are in a penthouse cocktail party. Exactly. A like hundred stories in the air. And they look down on the streets and they see people moving around and they know that's the hoi polloi, the the working people, the everyday people, but they're, they're so far removed from it. Like they're just making out shapes from their vantage point and trying to determine what's best from there. And then telling people that that's what it is. And it's so, there's such a disconnect, yeah. um, that the, again, when they're, and it, you, it, that's revealed when they say things like, Oh my God, this defund the police thing almost cost a lot of people. Like, no, that's a fucking scare tactic because it's you just absurd, saw yeah. how many new Democrats came out because of that. And it's the same thing. I'm sure just like, you know, establishment Republicans looked at Trumpers like, man, these motherfuckers might take over our fucking party. And we used to be about like, just shut the fuck up and start making this money. The Democrats are going to feel the same way if they see these younger kids come out who are aligned with with racial justice issues, aligned with uh, economic equality issues and things like that, they're looking the same way and be like, don't let these motherfuckers take over our party, which is like how they look at the squad and shit like that. That's why they have to keep lobbing these little attacks about the platform and the the policy aims that they have because that's because it does threaten to upend, you know, the existing power structure. But we talk about this all the time, y'all. Yeah. I mean, Nothing it's just new. like that the whole like CNN being willfully ignorant and and just pretending they do not see the importance of the black and brown voter blocks and of the work I mean, these these are the voter blocks that have swung elections time and time again. Like whether it's I mean, and then the the white working class voter block uh, really swung us another way last time around, and it's like these are important. I, I, it's just it. It feels like sometimes those networks are broadcasting for like seventeen people, yes. and everyone is supposed to just be swallowing it and being like, "Okay, makes sense." Right. Well, they're broadcasting for themselves, yeah, for the people yeah, who went yeah. to college with them, and yeah, it's it is. You know, we've talked about uh, college being like a sorting hat for American like capitalism and 
like that you're just learning how to like behave like somebody who like works for the white house or works for the new york times or works for cnn it's it's bullshit all right, uh, let's take another quick break and we'll come back and close out. I want to tell you guys my favorite anecdote I learned from over the weekend, and it's not even from this year. It's from 2016. And we're back. Uh, have you guys heard the story, uh, you got what you wanted, Mike, now leave me alone? Oh, I saw that tweet, yeah. <laughs> Is that an argument between my parents before they got divorced? <laughs> <laughs> Mike Loftus? No. Mike Loftus, Mike local Pence, legend. Bro. Mike <laughs> Pence. Okay, no, I don't know. So, uh, mother was apparently like livid that Mike Pence didn't drop off of the ticket after the Access Hollywood tape um, and was like actively rooting against. Her husband and Donald Trump in the 2016 election. Mother. And on election night, Karen Pence refused to kiss her husband. He went in for a little smoochie and she said, you got what you wanted, Mike. Now leave me alone. Uh, mm. And just wow. walked away, which is no, just that's like my such a night of my conception. level of, <laughs> of like fucking uppedness uh, and... Just unhappiness. And it, it also just like puts it, the last four years of him trying to uh teleport out of uh out of the room every time like Trump is doing something uncouth, just like puts mm-hmm. it into perfect. He he's just, you know, thank a man. God they don't believe in divorce. Right. <laughs> no, yeah. Or else she might have uh, who knows. The I wonder what if there is like a comedic like element where she has just been fucking with him the last four years. Where right. like He's like, oh God, I know she's gonna she's gonna laugh at me again. Or like, gonna, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen with mother this time. Yeah, uh, hey Mike, whatever. you look pretty uh pretty good. You were really in command in that uh, meeting with Nancy and uh, Trump. You you really wow. you nailed it. What were you uh, mashing your eyes closed as just like a sign of how strong you were? Or? How did he get you to roll over and show your belly like that so easily? <laughs> no, I want to learn that. Never trick. seen you from that angle, Mike. He's gonna be <laughs> he's gonna be demoted to altar boy back home. Oh, uh, and then, I mean, who gives a fuck what happens to him? Like, I just I hope I forget his name. Yeah, I hope they run him in twenty twenty four instead of some other like populist. You know what? Trump. If they were smart. They'd run. Dude, Trump if they again. were smart, they, well, if, no. If they were smart, they would run as a party for working people. Yeah, yeah. No. That's yeah. how they'd really. They would take that argument and they would say, "Look what, look at these fucking fucking oh, MSNBC leather shoe wearing." <laughs> I don't know why I said leather shoe wearing, but <laughs> get these fancy motherfuckers. You know that would be. You'd have enough people who are. I think the, the uh, people are failing to realize the realest shit to people right now is like what their job prospects are, what their yes. chances for stability are, what the chances for their future being and the futures of their children being good are. If whoever wins the race to begin to paint that future is going to fucking capture more minds because that's what's real. At a certain point, the partisanship will melt away uh, on a, to a certain degree that a message like that is going to resonate much more than anything that's like shrouded in your left or right sort of vernacular lexicon, all that nonsense. 
like getting to that. That's the dangerous shit. And that's the thing. Like Trump was kind of doing that. That's the thing in 2016. But he was the thing yeah, was he, just, he became he became the man. So he right. could no longer talk about fucking the man up because that was him. So he just didn't know how to pivot. Well, yeah. And also he's yeah. just like completely corrupt and you know, thrives on he is uh first and foremost a businessman, an American businessman, an American capitalist. Uh, and the definition of that is corruption. And so he was just like when he got into power, the thing he knew how to do was to give them a bunch of like tax breaks and just like, you know, make it so that corporations had an unfair advantage. Um and yeah, that's that's yeah. what he It'll did. It'll be interesting. I mean, yeah. it's like I feel like the DNC and and I hope they realize I'd I'd but it just like the DNC is on thin fucking ice yeah they do not realize it a a large voter you know a large amount of voters this time around like i i feel like made it pretty clear that this is like the last vote they're casting for the dnc that is not explicitly like aligned with their interests yeah like Mm -hmm. so yeah they they have to like get somebody's together or they're gonna lose i mean it's like it's just there's something's gonna have to change Somebody's going to use economic populism uh, mm-hmm. and like Biden is going to be leading so he could actually run and use like take care of people and then run on economic populism and leave the sort of corporate bullshit to the Republicans uh, or, you know, he can be the corporate stooge that people are afraid he's going to be and then the Republicans will come in and you know, demolish him. Yeah. I mean, listen to these. And if they just take a cue from these activists, you know, if there's certain outcomes that we need, you, you, you're damn sure that organizers and things can get people together to, uh, pressure whoever is not going along with the program. And, you know, like rather than being like, well, we would have loved to do an actual stimulus that would have helped people, but you know, Mitch McConnell's a fucking asshole. So yeah, Here's fucking nothing because Mitch yeah. McConnell's an asshole rather than be like, hey, we're trying to fucking do right by y'all, but this motherfuck yeah. over here, like, and making it enough of an issue by saying, this is the person that is standing in the way. Now, there are many other ways we can do this, but rather than just being like, well, you know, getting already like self editing before you even put a bill together because you're right. already worried about what's going to happen in the Senate. Right. That's right. where you get fucked up, and that's when you start losing people's belief because you're like, "Well, I don't want that. I'm looking for yeah. fucking relief, not yep. fucking right. You know, a, a scratcher that, that, that says, "Hey, good fucking luck." You might. Joe Biden's gonna do send well. around a, a back scratcher to every household. <laughs> oh, I meant like lottery scratchers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, even worse people. some yeah it's like battle royale <laughs> like people get their stimulus package but like some people I mean, get like a check other people get a lottery scratcher a back scratcher they sold fucking socks. fly swatters i wouldn't put anything past the dnc they oh <laughs> bad merch let's go out by saying r.i.p to a real one alex trebek um oh. Just across the like super leftist people, like a lot of right wing people, everybody was kind of devastated to see Alex Trebek pass away. Um, Maybe our only true bipartisan, yeah, right figure yeah. in this world. True Seems maverick, like true maverick, true. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was just thirst tweeting him like two days ago. I'm so sad. <laughs> I know. We're just, well, hey. 
I think in that way, I think you're like your energy's connected one last time. Yeah. It's you yeah. know, definitely. I did do. There's been a lot of really fun um just in in, in anticipating cuz I some of my favorite clips of Alex Trebek are like when he's like low key bullying the contestants. Yes. Uh, right. it's great. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just when he, just telling people they got it wrong and acting like they're fucking idiots for not having gotten it. Or like someone will try to do a cutesy answer and he's like, oh, ha ha, that is wrong. And <laughs> <laughs> you have lost $5,000. Uh, but I'm... <laughs> I'm I I'm like anticipating those bajillion political cartoons that are coming out that are going to be like Alex Trebek at the pearly gates and right. like God is yeah. like who is Alex Trebek uh, or like uh, just shit like that <laughs> uh, because oh, of the fuck. question format it's gonna be ter- it's gonna be terrible and 500 people are going to do it but uh, someone sent me a <laughs> I, I asked people to send me corny things that their relatives were posting on Facebook. And so someone said a post that their aunt had said that just says, Who is Alex Trebek? Godspeed, sir. Like prayer emojis. And then another aunt commented below, He is host on Jeopardy. (laughs) 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 Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, Oh, let's let's, let's just listen to it. A quick uh, Trebek savage moam, a quick sav moam <laughs> from, from the mom. god himself. Susan Cole is from Bowie, Maryland, and her favorite type of music is something I've never heard of, but it doesn't sound like fun. I think it's very fun. It's called nerdcore hip hop. It's nerdcore hip hop. Yes, um, it's uh, people who identify as nerdy, rapping about the things they love: video games, science fiction, having a hard time meeting romantic partners. You know. <laughs> It's really catchy and fun. Losers, in other words. Well, <laughs> dude, I reposted that earlier, and people were like, "That was mean of him." I was like, "Yeah, but oh, what is losers, that? Yeah. Another I mean, loser, he snatched her milk money. That's funny. Sorry, like, ah." Trebek would never, like, he would never push over an actual losers, person who was downtrodden. Well, so you know, he's no. just being saucy, baby. You, you, that's half the reason you go, baby. You go to get a yeah. little tussled by the man himself. Oh my God! What a, I also would highly recommend his uh, his memoir that came out earlier this year. It's really beautiful, really? Uh, and yeah, it was a really because it's like he knew he had cancer at yeah. the time oh, he was right. writing it and wrote kind of these really thoughtful passages on like accepting death and preparing for death and i don't know i i got the audible it, i thought it was really beautiful yeah. it made me cry the book is called <laughs> okay the, the name of the book is is lame the book is called the answer is dot 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 reflections oh. on my life okay uh but that said it was it was a, it was a, it was a nice book and i recommend it if you if you need something to take yourself out of other shit what is week. the question if the answer is reflections on my life mm. <laughs> That's uh, the Wait, name I of alex know. trebek's fantastic <laughs> book yeah what is who is alex trebek host on jeopardy shit all right yeah shout out to him in other words well jamie it's been so fun having you back. Uh, where can people find you, follow you, 
Losers, uh, in other words. Well. Losers, in other words. It's, it's the funniest. Okay, thank you for. It's the funniest thing in the entire world. And there's oh, there's so much beautiful shit. His last, I think his last broadcast was on. I'm gonna say where you can find me online as well. But you can. Uh, his last broadcast, I think, was on Thursday night, and there was a contestant on named Bert who was like. Hey Alex, like this this win means a lot to me because I used to watch the show with my grandpa and like we both learned English watching Jeopardy and then everyone got all choked up and it was really nice and I just love him. Uh you can find me on twitter.com at, but hopefully not for long. I got to get the fuck out of there. Uh <laughs> at at Jamie Loftus help. Yeah, yeah. Uh and is there a tweet or some of the work of social media you've been enjoying? Yeah, I, I'm sure there is. Uh, wait, all my, all my, I'm, I'm scrolling through the sad tweets. Let's find a good one. Let's find a nice one. Oh, uh, this one is a fun one. This is from uh, Rika Shankar at uh, Rika L. Shankar. Uh, it's she quote tweeted the AV article, the AV Club article, saying that party in the USA and bye 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 uh, are quote-unquote suddenly charting for some reason mm. uh, and reka said uh for some reason listen a dedicated core group of passionate individuals like myself have been working for years to make this happen <laughs> <laughs> uh miles where can people find you with the tweet you've been enjoying uh twitter instagram at miles of gray uh tweet i've just been looking at th- th- that account that went up over the weekend called at coping maga which it's just a collection yeah. of fucked up like 4chan posts and all kinds of weird shit sometimes it's cringy other times it's interesting there was one though that uh one person like it's like a youtube comment thread where someone is talking about like the ballot fraud and someone a user named rob gillespie says let's hope the watermark on the ballots will prove the fraud then Natra- Natasha B. Zombie replied underneath, it's more than just watermarks. There's GPS tracking embedded in the real ballots. <laughs> wow. No. Uh, they so, chipped the ballots. They chipped them. And I mean, I don't know what else to make of uh, the MAGA crowd, uh, but... Losers, in other words. Well, oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, tweet I've been enjoying. Feels nice to hear. Is uh, Laura Peak tweeted? They call it a concession speech because he's going to oh. be eating a hot dog, which is just a <laughs> dumb joke that I really liked. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website dailyzeitgeist.com where we post our episodes and our footnotes where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode as well as the song we ride out on miles what are we riding into uh this these dying days of the trump administration on oh yeah uh you know it's funny i was watching looking at a lot of statistics on how the cities that donald trump took a dump on had just fantastic turnout uh, so, also, you know, I want to shout out the city of Baltimore. Uh, and this track from Nina Simone called Baltimore. It's a great song. It's a, you know, a little funkier side, a little bit of more upbeat side of Nina Simone. Uh, so check that track out. Uh, and, you know, let's, we'll just keep on doing our thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hank, I'm going to, I think, fall asleep for nine years. My body's yeah. doing weird shit. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm giving up the ghost. Or maybe I'm just a... 
Oh shit, I've muted the Alex Trebek <laughs> quote and it didn't go uh, Losers, in other words. Yeah, oh man, your boy just played himself, but. Losers, in other words. Well, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I've I been do. noticing that your eyes haven't been blinking at the same time. Oh, this entire yeah. recording. <laughs> oh, I miss everybody. I miss uh, these people, god damn it. I know. Yeah, we'll be here. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. nowhere. (laughs) Don't worry. Uh, Now I'm going to need a Joe Biden impersonation. I got to do. Come on, man. Come on, Jack. Come on, (laughs) Joe Biden. It's me, Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) Someone tweeted tweeted last night Does somebody have eyes on corn pop? (laughs) 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 Yeah. We cannot let him forget. No, no. Uh, all right. Veneer president. <laughs> Daily Zeit Guys is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for this morning. We'll be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we will talk to y'all Ooh. then. Bye. Oh, oh, the most.